Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Oh, an epic life. Doesn't that sound absolutely fantastic? You know, I love jazz music. I know nothing about jazz music, but I just love the way it makes me feel. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce, and I want to welcome you to Inspired Choices Network, whether you're here with me live or you're listening afterwards. My show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. And what I love to talk about is just the different way to look at success. You know, when I was growing up, success for me was a destination, someplace that I had to work hard for, somewhere I had to arrive. And it wasn't everything. It was in my business. So when I got to X amount of dollars, I was successful. When I got to X amount of weight for my health, I was successful. When I was this X amount old, I would be successful. Everything was future paced. Nothing came for uh, that place of success in the present moment, which is really interesting because growing up, I was fortunate enough to attend Alateen. And so in this 12-step program, they talk about one day at a time and staying in your present moment. But for whatever reason, I lost that as I grew up and started to think about business and professional my professional life and success. And so to me, when I decided to I guess, change the way I look at things to show up differently. You know, that success was this huge piece. What would success look like if it was completely different? And so I've spent this last, like April, it will be a year that I've been doing, April or May that I've been doing this for a year. So let's just say, you know, for the last six months on a weekly basis, I am sharing with you just this different concept of success. In the last four, um, four or five weeks, you know, I really have felt called, and I'm going to say it's a calling to talk to you about quantum leaps. You know, part of it was pre, um, pre-Christmas, right, pre-January, knowing kind of full well that what was going to happen is everyone's going to start talking about, like, new year, new you, uh, set your goals, achieve, pursue, work hard, you know, grind away. And I've been in resistance. Mm, no, let me rephrase that. I have, I no longer desire to be in that energy. And so um, I'm not in resistance to the energy, but I, I certainly don't. It's not a place of like, oh yeah, I can't wait to, gr- wait to grind away. And, and really that's kind of what you know, the show is about is this possibility of what would it look to be different. So you know, um, one of the things that happens for me is when I think about the show and, and how I want to show up for myself and for you, uh, the, the the word quantum leap kept on coming up. But in fact, a lot of the things that I'm doing right now are talking about a quantum leap. Because for me, quantum leaps always were about money, right? Um, and I mean, money is a is a real part of what we of of what we require. We require money to 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 pay our bills, to like live in a house, to rent. Uh, food, energy, you know, I live in Canada, I live in Alberta, uh, I need heat in order to survive that requires, um, that requires cash, cash flow. 
but what if it was more than just money? If certainly money needs to be a part of it. But if what if we stopped focusing on what we didn't have? What if we stopped focusing on instead of something completely different? Meaning, what if we focused on really what we desired uh, versus what we we didn't have? And what could a quantum leap look like? You know, for um, many weeks now, many weeks now, I have been talking about this quantum leap, and it started with a story. Uh, that's in a, a book, Quantum Leap by Price Pritchard, one of my favorite books. It's just a little booklet. It talks about the fly. And there's this fly. He's in a in a hotel. He's working. And he's noticing and listening to this fly. And it's buzzing around the glass pane. And, and it's, you know, so determined to break through this window, to break through to the next level. And, and I talk about up-leveling all the time. And I talk about breaking through barriers all the time. And that's why I love this. I absolutely love this analogy so this fly is like working so hard to get through the glass it's missing the point if <laughs> it just turned around and looked the other direction there's an open door and so you know I spent a lot of time last year contemplating you know how often do we do that how often do we try so hard how often do we want to break through barriers and uh, break through financial glass ceilings or break through glass ceilings. And I use that language. I do. And, and there's a part of me that absolutely loves the concept of busting through something, busting through something to the other day, to the other way, to the, a, a different way. Um, and even when I think about a caterpillar, right, I don't think of a caterpillar, a caterpillar, you know, moving into this butterfly. I don't think of a caterpillar as like stretching out like this and, you know, uh, slowly taking a finger and peering its way through, uh, what I see instead is this busting through. And there's nothing wrong with busting through. Uh, and what if we just approach things a little bit differently? What if we just stretched and expanded our boundaries? What if we decided to reach instead of like, I don't know, pummel. <laughs> Again, there's not a right or wrong. It's just a different energy, right? Expansion, transformation is different for me, feels different than achievement, uh, than go get it, than grind away. And so I've been looking at life through this expansive energy. You know, what would my life look like? And one of the things I love to do, and, and the reason why I love being here with you, is that I get to share kind of like my process with you, my in the in the contemplation moments with you, and what's on the other side of the contemplation with you. I also um, just show up kind of with raw and authentic with you. Uh, years ago, I used to write an article called "Ran and Shell in the Raw," and it was really about. Um, really about moving through and sharing with people just my raw emotions, raw emotions, right? And so this is where I think part of the the reaching out, like expanding versus, you know, pummel versus like fight. Um, I don't even know where pummel came from. That's not a word I normally use, uh, right? Pummel, I think it's like P-U-M-M-L-E. So what if we um, just reached what if we stretched out, right? When I think of yoga, right? We don't like <laughs> in yoga and I'm a very novice yogic yogi. I, mean, I would even consider myself a yogi. 
you know, very novice in, you know, when you go into downward dog, you don't try to achieve downward dog. What do you do? You stretch into it. You like expand your, and they talk about expanding your heart, expanding your chest. And so when I'm thinking of a quantum leap and what I want to share with you over the next several weeks, I'm going to actually do a 12 part series here is what would it look like if the quantum leap was an expansion energy? What would change for you if it wasn't a, about achievement? Now, again, if achievement and expansion feel better for you, then fantastic. So that's what I want to talk about today is this, uh, this concept of the first step in a quantum leap. Um, and the, that's one thing I want to share with you today. But, but before I do that, I want to talk about, this is so funny, I um, I use different oracle cards at different times to expand my intuitiveness as a tool to help me tap into my intuition. And so funny. So this particular deck is the Self-Love Oracle Guidebook by Janet Chu, C-H-U-I. It was gifted to me from my very dear friend, of mine, Tamara, and I pulled two cards. Now, if you've heard me before, you're going to know that, like I, I do, I, I have a, I have a great sense of humor. So here's the cards. One was return to center. Chaotic events do not benefit from panicked reactions. The situation may not need a response from you. Stay calm and centered in your heart. So when I pulled the cards, I was I was pulling one for um, one for me, and then I was also wanted to pull another one afterwards for all of you. Immediately following, so these cards came together. Here's the other card. Some opportunities require quick response. Move quickly. <laughs> Use your instincts to guide your way. Don't be afraid to move fast on your hunches. And I laughed because. This is like the universal, this is like the polarity, like, right? So I won't say it's the universal law polarity, but like two different messages. One, don't get involved in chaos, sit tight, right? <laughs> Stay calm and centered in one quick, <laughs> quick to, to do what you need to do. And isn't that life? Isn't that kind of what life hands us? Um, you make a decision of what you want, and then obstacles and challenges will sometimes come forward. And I think that is the humor of how we manifest and how we create as we can have two what, what could feel like really different messages, but they go really well together. One is like in the in all of the chaos, stay calm, right? Focus and center yourself. Right. So what would if we go back to like the quantum leap idea and the fly, you know, fighting its way to death, you know, to to bust through something when all would have to do if it would have just like stayed calm, like slow down, take a pause, right? Meditate. <laughs> the fly might have seen, oh, here's the quick action that I need to take. You know, and so it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be, right, uh, either or. What if, of a guest, Leslie, that like Karen, thanks, Karen, for being here. It says, I can relate to those, right? What if it didn't have to be either or? What if it was both? What if it was like, let's take a moment, people, let's pause. Um, what's, you know, what is uh, trying to cause you, um, you know, stress, 
And I say trying to cause you because you have a decision and choice. You can be stressed or not be stressed, right? And so what is causing you to feel that way? What's causing it, you know, that for that to happen? And then if that's going on, like what are the possibilities? What else is possible? I mean, that's just such a fantastic question to ask, isn't it? So, you know, I um in, in my coaching practice, I say a lot, you can't make this shit up, right? Like here's two incredibly uh, diverse, but actually tied in together quite well messages, right? And, and what's important to you? I think that I think that's a, an important question to ask, you know, as well. I, I, I just posted on Facebook before I came here today, um, on my personal page, which is Ranchelle Van Bryce. And I posted how uh, me just had I just had a shower and how you know being here on the show today uh, is the day before uh, I'm having a, a live online summit. There's myself and Candice McKim uh, who's here, uninspired inspired choices and equity. Samantha, a friend of ours, and we were we have the summit tomorrow Thursday and Friday, and um, there's a lot of moving parts. Right. Uh, we're super excited. Inspired Choices Network is actually producing this for us as well. And, you know, um, someone had said to me, because we do when we have to. Right. Uh, we can have a replay here. And, you know, uh, what was interesting for me was I didn't have to. Could it have been more uh, convenient? Yes. In my brain, my brain pan you know, almost said it would be easier, easier if I would have done a replay. Because there's a there's a point and a part of us that we're talking about, we need to honor where we're at. So uh, for those of us who've experienced burnout or stress or chaos or overwhelm, we lean towards taking care and honoring where we're at, right? And I'm saying it that way, like really honoring where that, where that, and that's like a buzzword right now. And I've used, again, I use that buzzword, honor where you at, you're at. However, what's the, like, what's the difference between honoring where I'm at, right? Uh, which would be, that might've been easier or honoring where, what, where I'm at and what I desire, which is something requiring a bit more from me and letting go of convenience. So are you, are you being convenient or are you honoring, right? And what are you honoring? The, the, like the, the present moment, the, the future, the past, no wrong answer, uh, but think about where are you at with that? What are you honoring? And so if I honor the stay calm and centered in your heart, uh, don't panic, which is great information, great guidance for me as I'm moving into this last day of the summit. If I only honored, you know, just stay put and stay in a meditative state, important information, but I didn't honor, take action, Ranchelle. There's some really cool opportunity happening or take action. This is made a card for you as well. It's just not mine you know, what would that look like, right? And so really, the convenience piece is I'm doing it because it's convenient, It because it would require that I step out of my comfort zone, for example, to be here on camera uh, with you live, this is always on camera, but with you live, because um, it would be more convenient for me to, you know, be journaling right now and ensuring that I'm staying in this like positive frame of mind. 
I can stay in a positive frame of mind by hanging out with all of you, right? So convenient or ease and flow. There is a difference. It feels different in my body. So as we go into break, I'm going to ask you, you know, to think about that. What does convenience feel and look like for you? And what does ease and flow look like for you? Because I think sometimes we think ease and flow means there's like no obstacles, there's no challenge. For me, ease and flow is about surrender, serenity, peace, prosperity. That's ease and flow. At conveniences, I don't feel like doing something, so I'm going to honor. <laughs> I'm air quoting for those of you who are not, who don't, are not with me on camera here. I'm going to honor that. All right, let's go to our first commercial break. Thank you so very much, everyone, for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle, and you are here with me on Ignite Your Success. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back to the show. So uh, inspired to have you here with me, myself, and I, uh, the producer, and we have a special guest to here in the audience as well. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you know what? Um, during break, as I was dancing, because, you know, uh, I dance during the break. So if you don't uh, get a chance to catch me on TV, you wouldn't know that. Um, I love movement and I love dancing. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, the name of the show is actually, uh, you know, constantly understanding your personal rules for success. And I think it's so important to uh, be radically honest, aware as part of it, but honest about, you know, what are your particular rules for success? So when I started the show, I shared with you just where the inspiration from the show name Ignite Your Success came from which was this idea that success for me was A, outside of me. Uh, B, and I probably will go one, two, three, let me do that. <laughs> so one, right, success was outside of myself. Uh, number two, I, I would have or feel or be successful 
when. So it was always future paced. I never took it, I took, um, had gratitude or felt the success in the moment. So it also was like something like it would has to happen later on. Um, success for me used to mean that there was lots of sacrifices to my health, to my relationships, to time. It meant that I had to work hard. I had to work long hours. I had to juggle many balls. It also meant that um, while everyone else was having fun, I couldn't have fun that, uh, you know, while X was going on, Y, like I had all of these rules. My rules aren't important. <laughs> what is most important are your rules. What are your rules for success? You know, what beliefs do you have behind success? You know, so for example, if you believe that, um, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and anyone who has money must be crooked, as an example, must be uh, doing something against the law. If that's that's something you grew up with, then what would that look like for you in this present moment? If you believe that you have to be like the best salesperson in the world to be successful in business um, and you don't like sales, how is that going to work out for you? If you believe that success comes from having a strong business foundations and you don't have strong business foundations, how does that work out for you? There's all of these things that where I think a lot of us are unaware of what those rules are now they might not even be your rule you might have heard it from somebody and went oh yeah that makes sense I'm not successful because I don't know how to do sales that'd be one of them or it might be um I can't work that hard or uh, uh the story I was telling myself last week was I'm not good at tech so I you know I'm not successful in creating this marketing funnel because I'm not good at tech well what if you change your mind what if you what if you maybe not like you know I'm not uh, a tech wizard um, yet. Uh, what if I change my mind, though, and stop telling myself that I'm not good at something and, stay, and say instead, it might take me a little bit longer to do this. Uh, however, I also know I'm, I'm intelligent and I can figure stuff out. And I have an amazing support team. So if I have to ask questions, I can do that. Right? So what kinds of rules do you have in place? And so that's the first thing. And I, and I would encourage you to actually take, take some time um, what I did is I love, I don't even know if I have something here on my desk. Sorry, I'm just going to reach. I do. Okay. I love yellow legal paper and black marker. I also love journaling. So when I did this, I wrote on top of my paper, what are the rules for success? And I kept it uh, conveniently out and every time I thought of what a rule that I had about what success was or around success or successful people, I wrote it down. And so then I would take, when I was done, it took me probably about two days, three days. And then the next I asked myself was, what are my new rules for success? And it took me, I think I took longer for that because I really wanted to be clear about the language that I was using uh, also and, um, and the energy behind everything. So my new rule became, right, my new rule of success was ease and flow are my natural state of being. That is a rule of success that I have. Ease and flow are my natural state of being. And so, and I remind myself of that, right? Success comes easy. That was another, so it was a new rule. 
right? Success comes easy. That was really important for me. I wanted it to be, to be also simple. Success is simple, right? And truly success is simple. Following the universal laws uh, inevitably leads to your success. Uh, it also was uh, success for me means more than financial success. And now notice how I worded that because how I started to think about that was it doesn't, it's not just about money, but your brain actually doesn't understand like not, right? So then that it, all my brain would understand from a neuropathic perspective would be that it's just about money. So I had to re, I had to, to use different words so I could create positive, so we can call them affirmations or positive statements about what success is. So the new rules of success are, and then whatever that happens to be. Now, part of the process of creating your own quantum leap is once you understand this, is then to take the next step, which is inspired action. And it kind of looks like this. We're invoking two different laws. We're invoking the, um, well, actually more than two. We're invoking the universal law of thinking, uh, the universal law of attraction and subsidiary laws of universal uh, law of vibration. Sometimes people call that. And so and we do that by having affirmations. So affirmations are important if you're able to apply them and integrate them and embody them. And they're important if you are awareness of your yeah, but. So let me start with that. An affirmation would be for me was I am success. And I used it both words and I am successful. I am successful in everything that I do, right? And so those are three that I started to use when I changed my personal rules for success. And there are three that I have on an ongoing basis in my back pocket, especially when I'm doing something that I'm unfamiliar with or I have a fear of not doing well or a fear of failure. Because for me, those feel different then right so then so fear of failure feel of not fear of not doing well those two things feel different so i will bring out these affirmations so an affirmation is that is making a statement the positive right i am success i am successful so we'll just do those two right and so then if there's a yeah but behind it the yeah but is where a limiting belief um, is buried i'll say so I, if I said at that time, I think um, one of the things I said was I am success and it was, yeah, but look at all the times you failed. So I had this, yeah, but, so I needed to look at uh, the, yeah, but look how many times you failed at stuff, Ranchelle, and use something, um, this is from uh, David Bayer. I want to give David Bayer credit uh, and I'm not sure, you know, he, he did tell us um, on a podcast once or a show once that he where he got it from, so I apologize, the originator of it. Uh, but what you can do with that is you can make a new decision. And you do that by doing a decision matrix is what David calls it. So a decision matrix simply looks like this. You have the affirmation, I am success. The yeah, but is, but look at all the times you failed. And then you make a new decision by creating a decision matrix. So the first thing is to look at, look at all the times you failed. And just be an acceptance of the yeah, but this is true. I have failed at many things, right? This is true. I've quit. Um, I've quit things that I failed at because I felt like I couldn't 
accomplish them, achieve them, push through them, expand, stretch my horizon. Those are the words I would use now, right? And I absolutely have quit. So if I redefine what failure is, number one, that would be something we need to do. Like really, what is failure? And is failure only if I quit? Question mark. Um, and then create this new belief. So a new belief and being an awareness of I am success. And then you create a new belief by showing evidence of all of the times that I am, or at that time was right doing this, I was successful. Because there's more times that I was successful than I wasn't successful. Now, I might have tried something, although I don't necessarily think I tried as much as Thomas Edison did the 10,000 tries he did before the light, the light bulb was invented. Now, that to me, that's persistence and consistency, right? And he reaped the wards, we'll say that, of success. So affirmation, I am a success. Listen for the yeah, but yeah, but look at all the times you failed. Okay, I can acknowledge that. And then I can go, yeah, but, but that's true. Also, here's the new decision. I am success. And here's all of the evidence of the times I was successful. And be specific, right? So I was like, okay, well, I opened up eight curves for women franchises in two and a half years. That was successful, right? I have two uh, amazing children. And I, that for me was, was uh, you know, was success, right? Um, I'm able to build multiple businesses at once. That to me was success, right? I overcame lots through my childhood, like tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons in my childhood. Checkmark, success. So I had way more evidence of that. So that's how you kind of, you, you can use a positive affirmation, but then there's a science. So what we're doing is creating a new neural pathway. Some people call it neurosculpting. Um, creating this new neural pathway of what your affirmation is. So affirmations absolutely work. And only if you're able to, I would say, dissect, ooh, look at that word, dissect the limiting belief if you have a yeah, but behind it. And the yabbits, I always say the yabbits are where the gold are. Now, that's one law. Before I get into the next law um, around affirmations and positive statements, let's go to our second break of the day. Can't believe it. This is time's going by so incredibly fast with all of you today. Again, thank you so much for joining me here. My name is Ranchelle. The show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. And of course, uh, we're live today on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Yes, you can. You can get a hold of me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. If you um, have been enjoying uh, our time together, I have a master class coming up and really excited to be talking more about quantum leaps and more kind of hands-on so we can have conversation. And so I set up a simple place for you to go to and to register for the class. And it's quantumleapnow.ca, quantumleapnow.ca now.ca we'll also have it in the comments here uh, on the show afterwards for you to go there and and uh, come and spend some time with me it's a three-part series would love to have you uh, it's happening in february and we really are going to talk about this quantum leap pieces uh and you know i'll put it kind of all together and it'll be more hands-on more hands-on uh you know, here i can expand on each point and the benefit of joining the master classes that we can have conversation and uh, talk with each other and hang out because that's what I love to do. I love meeting like-minded individuals. So I'm going to encourage you again, quantumleapnow.ca. Uh, so for my American friends, it's .ca and uh, not .com, but .ca. Would love to have you come hang out. So before the break, I was just talking about your, you know, we were talking about personal rules for success, changing them, um, taking some time. This is not something necessarily to do in five minutes. And as you're changing your personal rules for success, then you can create uh, and start invoking, I use the word invoking, the universal laws. And one way to do that is to invoke the universal law, the law of attraction, um, also a subsidiary law of vibration. There's two of them, and a law of thinking would be the third one. So there's a whole bunch of laws. Even if you don't know what the laws are, just know that you are utilizing the laws to your advantage, even unknowingly. So your I am statements are important. And I recommend when uh, I'm working with people to daily have a daily practice of I am. And you can start with your I am statements around your personal rules for success or your new personal rules for success. Right. And so even uh, taking the one of the rules I said was, you know, that ease and flow are a natural state of my being or natural a, a natural state for me. You can change that into an I am right. I am ease and flow if you want to do it that way. Or I believe that right. Ease and flow are a natural state. And so even in that, I believe that's a positive affirmation. Now, the universal law of um, thinking, the universal law of gratitude is, and we've heard this, I'm sure this is maybe not washed and say that. It might not be the first time you've heard that talking about having gratitude and how important is what we desire, what we think about, what we think about the most 
right, we end up creating, we end up manifesting. So from a scientific perspective, uh, perspective, pardon me, once you make a decision, your reticular activating system kicks in. And from a, you know, from a spiritual law perspective, once you make a decision, the universe starts to align things. Now, if you've been with me, you know that I use that, those two statements a lot. Why do I use them a lot? Because I really want you to like have it ingrained um, the moment you say, oh, I know that, Ranchelle, I want you to pause. That's your ego kicking in. That's your personality saying that you know something. It's good that you know it. Are you living it? Are you applying it? Are you integrating it? Are you embodying it? You're experiencing it one way or the other. Which side of the coin are you experiencing it? So if we look at then the gratitude statements, it's, you know, I am so happy and grateful now that. So I am so happy and grateful now that. And you speak into existence of what you desire as if it's happening now. So I am so happy and grateful now that ease and flow are a natural state of being. I am so happy and grateful now that I am success. I am so happy and grateful now that success is easy. I'm so happy and grateful now that success is simple. I am so happy and grateful now. And then you just keep on going and going. You actually feel energetically, you'll feel your, whether you say your spirits uplift or your vibration uplift, your emotions, right, your feelings, whatever, you'll, you are going to feel differently when you say that. And you speak it as if it's in, um, in existence now, right? So when we talk about the universal law or the subsidiary law of vibration, what it's really talking about is you raise your vibration to the level of awareness that you are. You can also raise your vibration to the level of being or awareness that you desire to be. You can raise your existing vibration to the level of where you want to go. And how you do that is with I am, and I am so happy and grateful now that. These are such simple rules. They're often overlooked and they're often poo-pooed by general society because they're simple. Now, they're overlooked because um, there are times if you don't go into the yeah, but story, right? What's the yeah, but story? Then affirmations won't work because your underlying subconscious belief is something different than what you're saying, right? So I wouldn't be able to say at this point in my life, I am a billionaire without having my brain, my ego go into a little bit of overdrive and talk about all the reasons why that's not possible in this moment of time. So if I desired to be a billionaire, I would need to spend my time working on my mindset behind what does a billionaire do? Who like how do they show up? What do they look like? And I'm not talking about physical look. I'm just talking how do they show up? Because billionaires show up differently than millionaires. I believe that millionaires show up differently than seven figures. Seven figure earners show up differently than six figure six to five not better just different you access something different in your brain between those two it's not that not everyone can get there achieve that be that attract that manifest that but there is a requirement within you within your subconscious mind your subconscious mind needs to be able to allow you and I'll, mm, 
I'm going to use that word. I know that's a bit like, mm, but um, allow you to be able to like look into that, to visualize that, to imagine, to envision that. And if you're not able to do that, if there's too many yeah buts or too many stories behind that, I don't want to work that hard. I don't know how to do that. What would I do with billions of dollars? That would just, that seems like I, I shouldn't do that. There's there's so many people that don't have money. I don't want that. All of those stories affect your outcome, your circumstances, your environment. And it's not wrong or right to want to be a five-figure earner, six-figure, seven-figure, millionaire, billionaire. There's nothing wrong with any of those. It's whatever you desire. So when I talked earlier about a quantum leap, you know, for me, always a quantum leap was attached to how much money I was creating and manifesting. And as I started to look at, is, is that really all that, that, that there is for me personally? Is that all that there is? What's my resistance in that statement of just having it to be money? Because there was resistance. And what's my resistance in what the opportunity of it being more than just what um, revenue I can create or what's in my bank account. And so the complexity comes out because as human beings, I think we make it complex, right? It's a simple system. Creating your own quantum leap is simple. We talked, you know, so the Today Show is really about what are your personal rules for success, right? And being in awareness of what those are, writing out what they are right now, rewriting them, and then uh, using affirmations and statements of gratitude to help both rewire your brain and to put out into the universe from a spiritual perspective what it is that you desire to create. What is so interesting when we attach money to it, we look at money, we want to change the condition. If we don't have enough money or have enough clients or have enough love or we have more weight than we want, we want to change the condition, right? We want less weight. We want more love. We want more money, more clients. And so what we do is we go into action, which is important. You need to do action. But we go into this action, this achievement, this pursuing, this attacking, this grinding energy of trying to create and manifest the thing that's outside of ourselves because we think money is outside of ourselves and it's not. Oh, that was a lot. Money is not outside of yourself. Prosperity is not. Love is not. Health is not. Right? Nothing is outside of you. And that's the illusion that everything is outside of you. And that's why you have to chase it and pursue it and attempt to grind away at it. Everything is within us. We we don't see it. We don't have access. To, we, well, we always have access to it, but we feel like we don't have access to it. Part of that is our personal rules of success. Part of it is how we grew up, the programming that we grew up with, uh, grow up with, right? So we need to overcome a lot of times our past programming. Our parents didn't know that that's what they were doing, right? Um, and we can just ease into what that looks like, right? Meaning we can just accept that that's the way that it is with our parents, right? There's no no need to judge anyone. No need to judge our spouses, our friends. Um, if they have a different belief system that they do. And you don't need to buy into, I think this is the other point that I wanted to make today, is that you don't need to buy into your other per, other people's rules for success. What are your rules for success? And you don't need to correct other people's rules of success. That's their rule of success. Allow them, let them be in their interpretation of their own rules. Who are you Right. Who are you to decide that your rules for success are the right rules for success 
and the person that you love, their rules are wrong. What if there was no right or wrong? Everyone just has their like own way of showing up, their own rules of success. So when we think about a quantum leap, like what are your thoughts around the quantum leap? Is it is it achievable? Is it doable? What kind of fear do you have, right? Um, when it's around a quantum leap, for me, it was a fear of failure, right? A hundred percent more so than a fear of success. Uh, I want to read this to you before we go to our break because it talks about move quickly. And this is in this uh, Oracle book that I shared with you earlier. And just so I don't squint, I'm going to put my reading glasses on. So it says, some opportunities require quick responses. Use your instincts guide your, to guide your way. Don't be afraid to move fast on your hunches. Move fast on your hunches, right? That's different than moving fast from fear. When we're not used to having our wishes granted, we may sometimes doubt how quickly things can turn in our favor. This card may have popped up to suggest that you should make haste. Don't waste this opportunity. If ever there were a time for turning faith into action, it's now. I love that. Can you turn your faith into action? You asked, you're receiving, turn your faith into action. I call that inspired action. What is your hesitation when it comes to taking action? Most likely it's fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of judgment and dreams lost. Ask yourself, how will I feel if I play it safe and wait for another opportunity to come along? What does opportunity look like? Uh, are my expectations too high? What are the consequences of inactions? How do these weigh against those of action? right? Are my expectations too high? That is a really, it's an important question. And if it's yes, that's where your gold is, right? Meaning what, what does that mean too high of an expectation? Who told you they were too high? What judgment is coming from that? What are you afraid of, right? Uh, so for me to having too high of expectation meant that I shouldn't expect so much. I shouldn't want so much, shouldn't dream so much. I should just be satisfied where I am. And part of that for me was, oh my goodness, what if I dream and visualize and I don't achieve it? What if I don't get it? What if I don't get there? What if I don't arrive when I've expected to arrive? What if I'm gasp, disappointed? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. What if you're disappointed? Wouldn't that be terrible? And that's why we pause. That's why we don't dream. What if we don't get it? Right? But what if you did? So think about that. What if you did? As we go into our last break. Thank you so much for joining me here at Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle. And you are here, of course, on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. 
Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back. So before we uh, left for our break, you know, I talked about this desire for success and personal rules for success and the sphere of failure, or do we have too high of expectations and gasp what happens if we don't meet our expectations and this fear of disappointment. And it's interesting, isn't it, how we have, uh, a lot of us have been programmed that we won't handle disappointment well. Then we might be sad and we might be hurt and we might feel pain. And this is all true. And I think part of the challenge is we're not, we haven't been um, shown, taught, educated on uh, how to work through, mm, no, I don't want to use work through, how to process to experience pain, to be in the isness of the situation, to be in the isness of pain. And, you know, so part of that is this new awareness of what if, what if we believe that everything happened for us and nothing happened to us and every experience we had, even the really crappy ones were for us to be able to uh, shine brightly at the end of it. And what if shining brightly during it or at the end of it simply had to do with the acceptance of, although I'm not really happy with this and although it's painful, I know that uh, I too can, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And so, and that can be difficult for us as human beings because we want things to be easy in the sense of um, uh, no pain, right? I think, and I think we avoid, I think we do a lot to avoid pain. That's why we're numbing ourselves. That's why we're at an all time ha a high, right? With obesity, because we're trying to numb ourselves an all time high of uh, drug um, and alcohol abuse, no judgment in that. I just, in observance, right? I can look at it and go, we're, everyone's just trying to numb themselves because we don't know what to do with, with the pain. My personal experience has been um, meditation and uh, movement and journaling are great for those particular pieces and have made a huge difference in my own life uh, and different different ways to cope with what's going on in the world, different ways for this empath that I am to experience. Um, and so what are your rules for success? I would just love for you to, until uh, our next show, of course, is our next um, number two step on creating a quantum leap and moving into this uh, idea of a quantum leap. And so what are your personal rules for success? I want to take a moment. Uh, tomorrow is the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. It's our second one that we're doing. We're excited to be doing that. Uh, two days, 80 speakers. And, um, and Jack Canfield is joining our stage. This is huge. This is an absolute huge. And so Jack has a great book. Uh, I read it a long time ago. I bought his 10th edition, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Uh, and I love, I love the information here. I sometimes need to switch the language for me. Sometimes the language is really chasey, really achievement, really like, let's go. But, um, you know, and for me, what's really uh, most important is taking that information and translating it into a place of my acceptance where ease and flow are my natural state of being. I think this is important when you find information that has great steps, you can follow the steps, but you can change the language a little bit so that you don't have resistance to the message. 
right? In Alateen, in the 12-step program, they say, uh, take what you like and leave the rest, right? So don't throw the baby with, uh, out with the bathwater. Allowing you this opportunity to receive the information that you need to receive. And then, uh, and then each step, ask, how do I apply it? How do I integrate it? How do I embody it? Because it's one thing to read it. I go, yeah, that was a great book. <laughs> and then do nothing with it, which is kind of what happens with us as a, as a human species. This is kind of what goes on. So what if part of your change of rules for success was um, it's not the amount or number of books that we read. I'm an avid reader. I love reading. I have three or four books going at any one time, but rather how am I going to take this information and actually live it? apply it into my life right now? What's one sentence that I can take right now and live in? Um, in the morning class that I do, uh, the Pathway to Success class uh, is a master class that uh, every morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, I have that happening. And we'll take like a paragraph of some sort of um, reading. I'm just like, actually going to quickly grab uh, sorry, James Allen. There we go. James Allen, as a man, think if we spent, oh my goodness, like two weeks and two paragraphs. Two weeks. Because what happens is you can take it and you can you can look at how does this like sentence or how does this paragraph actually integrate and apply how can I take the universal laws which is how I live my life by the universal laws and take it and apply to one paragraph imagine imagine um, an opportunity if you changed your personal rules of success and it wasn't about achieving more like as accumulation but expanding into more awareness expanding into more inspired action expanding into more consciousness so that you could move into a space and place where everything that you desired was right there for you at any given time. And all you need to do would be to open up yourself, open up your heart, open up your, we could go chakras, open up your mind, and we could go science and, and look at what else is possible. And if you're committed to the only way that success happens for you and you have these uh, these rules that are actually not leading you to success not guiding you to success but what if your personal rules for for success were actually standing in your way of creating the life that you want how about that have you thought or considered that that your personal rules of success are standing in your way for creating the life that you want. Because you can use your business as the vehicle to the life that you want. It can look completely different. Thanks so much for being here with me. Love to all of you. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant. Be you.